going through the car wash today we reminisce about a liverpool legend andy carroll for 35 million what a waste of money that was (laughs) (laughs) and they signed luis suarez the cannibal but also the bargain of the window Deco calls out sean roberts you are not here. You're in Bali relaxing, <laughs> drinking Corona. <laughs> in really chilling. I actually was. Exactly. Was. See? And we tell Ed Woodward to move house. Can you imagine you, Ed Woodward, you wake up in the morning, just mad flares in your yard. Like, how do they know where he lives, man? Like, exactly. I'm like, your vice chairman. Yeah, like, they know, my house should be there. Right, on top of a mountain where you can't even walk. There's no taxes that pass by. That is right. Yeah. Nobody should know where I'm staying. Play that intro music. Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on Soccer La Duma Radio. This is Hangana Good day and welcome to the car wash. I am your host, Slu Paho. Uh, this is the show where we cover local football and international football. Uh, and uh, we discuss and banter. And uh, in studio, I have the one, the only, Sean Roberts. Hey, Tara. How are you doing? <laughs> Nandi Wena. Ah, grand, grand. And uh, the one yeah. and only General Teko Mudisa, how you doing today? I'm good, I'm good. What's up, Machi? All good, all good. Uh, I think before we get started, I just want to say a quick piece on uh, the late Kobe Bryant mm. and the others who passed in that horrific helicopter crash. Um, rest in peace. Uh, it's one of the most tragic stories uh, in recent memory um, or that I've ever read. So to Kobe Bryant, to Gigi Bryant, um, and to the other families who are on that aircraft, uh, it's a huge loss for the sporting world. Um, we also know that Kobe was uh, a big football fan as well, uh, visited various camps, and uh, it's just a tragic loss. Rest in peace. And uh, let's get the... On Rest that note, in peace, yeah. On that solemn note, let's get started. Yes, sir. So, Chiefs versus Arrows. Yes. We all well, have... Let's, let's go through the results of the weekend first. Just quickly. Supersport yes. United 3, Chipper United 0. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Finally, your team. So Finally, Chipper losing. Bradley Crawley again with the brace. Oh, unbelievable. Cape Town City, Lucky. vital. 1-0 win against Black Leopards. Teko. Chipper were robbed. Chipper. Teko, big result for Cape Town City? Yep. Um, more importantly, playing at home. Mm. I think also that that helps in bringing back the fans to the game, because when the team wasn't doing well, you know, fans started not coming to the games and all that stuff because they were not sure of the coach, mm. you know, and his style and all that stuff. So you know, those two two victories back to back, I think they bring the confidence back into the team. And yeah, it's nice also to see Kemet scoring again because we know when he's on form, when he's confident enough, you know, it helps the team so much. Yeah, big time. Big yeah, player. so it, it was very, very, very. It was like a six-pointer for for Cape Town City. So yeah, absolutely. Stellenbosch one 0 against Polokwane. Massive result for them. Not a good result for Polokwane. Yeah, I think they're languishing in last place at the moment. That's uh, Stelly's third win on the on the trot. Second trot. or third win. Yeah. So yeah. They third, are third. they're out of the danger zone. Yeah. For now. For now. Yeah. For now, we're, we're, not, well, we're not convinced. We're not convinced, but let's see. Pirates 1-0 against Amazulu. Pirates again, um, wasn't their best performance. Yeah. Uh, but a vital three points as well. Yeah. yeah. And I think on, on the game, if you, if you look at the game, the way they started, I think maybe because of the suspensions that they had, you know, it forced uh, Joseph Zimbabwe to, to play a little bit different because the suspension was Mabas on the right back, mm-hmm. wasn't there? Nyaouz also Nyaouz wasn't there. Out. So anybody that had to come in there was very new. Yep. And uh, the struggle will be whether they're going to fit in, you know, in the consistency that Pirates have been having, especially at the back, which we know from the beginning of the season, they struggled. It's been there. an issue, yeah. So, yeah, so he's, he's, he tried to play different, especially in the first half. Mm. It didn't work out. Then second half, he started playing better. Mm. You know, you could see the free-flowing mm. Orlando Pirates creating chances and all that stuff. But, yeah. but it's just a matter of time. And I think also they could have they could have won the game very easily. Yeah, they, I think uh, Bata couple, played very well, the yeah, uh, Amazulu keeper. And I also think like with, with, with Gabardino's form, you know, um, there were so many chances that he had that he could have just laid out to somebody else to score. Mm. Where else Being then, a bit selfish. Yeah. Overconfident. Yeah. I, I think because it's the pressure that he put himself in, yeah. that he always wants to score in every game because he's been scoring in, you know, I think, pr- previous four or three games. Yeah, yeah. So I think he wants to continue with that. And sometimes you need to look at the bigger picture. If you want to be the top goal scorer, you, you want to score consistently. Yeah, well, he's gone public saying he's going to score 15 goals. Now, all of a sudden, he's all put of a sudden, unnecessary pressure He's on putting himself. unnecessary yeah. pressure on him. And that also, you know, takes away his game because now, 
there's so many options on the game where Lodge was free, just putting mm. the, the ball back of the net, and then he changes the game. Yeah. So now maybe you as a guy, but you know, your chance will come where it's, the game now becomes open. I think they could have won the game very easily, especially Bata. Bata was the man of, yeah. that's why he was the man of the match for, for, for Amazul. I think he, he kept them in the game yeah. for so long. But yet again, the struggle is Amazul has no creativity, they don't create chances. Mm. Now we can't be surprised when, when their top goal scorer is not scoring as yeah. much. Relying on one person. Yeah, because there's not enough creativity, yeah. you know, and they don't defend well as well. So yeah. And also on the on the Pirates side, I just want to say also big ups to the team. It must have been a tough game uh, with the passing of uh, Martina Koza. Yeah. Uh, Vincent Pule spoke after the match about how emotional um, his goal was to him. Um, so, you know, it's always tough losing yeah. someone that close. Yeah. You know how the Kozas are with Pirates there. Yeah. Essentially Absolutely. It's family, huh? yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And then Arrows no Chiefs won. Um, sure. I mean that that game showed the fighting spirit of Chiefs, didn't it? They yeah. just never gave up. Ninety-third yeah. minute winner. But all, but but for me, it's like um, you know, looking at that game and uh, looking at the qualities when you compare the qualities on both teams. You know, with Iris, they don't have so much quality than Kids Chiefs, but they worked hard on the day. They you know, did. they made sure that you know Kids Chiefs is not a threat. If you look at the game, Kids Chiefs was never a threat at yeah. any moment in the game. Mm. But you could see that uh, this game might go for zero zero or maybe one opportunity, and, and it happened for Chiefs. Of course, you know, with the fighting spirit that they have and with the belief they can also win games. Mm. And I think those are the kind of games that will look back if they win the championship. They'll look back and be like you know the game that actually turned things around for us. Absolutely. It was the game against yeah. Arrows, you know, yeah. because now you look at Chiefs differently now because yeah. we're all saying, okay, everybody has, uh, has recognized how Chiefs are playing. Mm. They're very predictable. We all, we all know that. But then you're going to look at like, after that game, you were like, actually, you know, they've got more. Yeah. You know, they fight now. They they, they grind results. Yeah. They know how you to win. You go back ugly. six, seven months. I mean, that it, was never there. That was yeah. never there. Yeah. That game tested them yeah. and they could see that they, 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 the team also that can win ugly and those are the kind of games that actually makes championship yeah and what a goal from manyama as mm. well the control yeah. the focus it was a crowded penalty area it wasn't the easiest shot to take yeah. especially so late in the game he's a workhorse so he was grinding the entire yeah game. i mean you saw the celebration how much it's meaning to them yeah. Yeah. do you know what i mean yeah. i mean that's... it was a sign of a relief eh? exactly yeah. Like, yeah. jesus yeah. Finally, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. That was like that was like a newspaper shot too. Like yeah. all of the players in the yeah. black kit too. Yeah. Oh, they, they haven't lost in that black kit. Yeah. Such a cool kit. That's there. cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm and, gonna get one. And also with with Mayam, I think there's 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 so many chances that he gets in that area in the box and against everybody that he, they play against. He normally misses them. Mm. He does. If you remember, also, he's not an out and out finisher. Yeah, he? yeah. I think if you can work on that. Because also, if you remember last minute against uh, Black Leopards, he had an opportunity right there mm. where he could have finished the game 1-0, they win the game. He missed the chance. And also in the game also against uh, Arrows, there's yeah. a chance that he missed also before before the one that yeah. he scored. Like I'm just saying that clearly he gets into that position. Yeah. He needs yeah. to understand. He does all the hard work around exactly. it. Exactly. And just, just that last bit of a so That's power. one thing that he needs to work on his game. Yeah. Because of like, at the end of the day, at the end of the season, as a midfielder that plays high up there, when you look at your stats, of course you're gonna be. It's always great to see. Oh, is that twelve assists? It's nice, but you need to also. I was about goals. to say, Manyama should be getting at least ten goals this season. He should be. One hundred percent. He should be with his quality and way he plays. He should be. I couldn't agree more. And then Barocca with a massive two-one home win against Marisburg United. That's the first win under Dylan Kerr. So they're also a little bit out of the danger zone. Yeah, but it's always gonna be a tight one. PSL, you never know. Kind of was two it, games was, go by. Was that Marisbeck's first lose? That was their, their first lose or first loss? <laughs> yeah, whatever, what dude. <laughs> For a while. The first losing of the loss. <laughs> if they lose loss. Away. First, first actually. L for a while, yeah. Ne? Of the year. Of the year, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're doing well. Yeah, definitely. I had the pleasure I uh, of chatting myself. to Grant Gekana and uh, for my starter pack. My starter pack is the show where I take PSL players down memory lane, throw them back to their firsts, but every now and then I throw in a curveball, I ask a different question, and I ask Grant Kekana, who is the hardest in the league to defend? And here's what he had to say. The league's current top scorers are Gabadinho, Bonginduli, Samir Nurkovic, and Peter Shalulile. Who is the hardest to defend? I'll give it to Nurkovic. Um, I think he's uh, tough. He's big, you know, can play, can hit, can jump. He's very physical. So Nurkovic, 
the hardest to defend. Nurkovic. I like the reasoning there is that is that Nurkovic a lot of the time gives you headaches for other reasons apart from just scoring goals. It's it's his work rate up the field, challenges yeah. for every ball. Mm. Um, do you think he'd work at any for any other system in in the in the in the league in the top four? But again, Nurkovic is predictable, isn't he, Teko? You'll find him back post every single time, but mm -hmm. just the teams cannot handle that. Yeah, he's a he's been a hell of a signing. I must say credit must go to Chiefs uh, for, for finding him. Mm. Um, but he is working well in that system. You're 100% right. Yeah. Um, but he's, he is an outstanding player. I think he would work in many systems, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I think, and, and also what I like about him, like, he's, he's a team player. Mm. Mm. You know, he works hard for the team, you know, and uh, you, I don't get surprised when I see him scoring uh, this kind of goals because he works hard in the game, mm. you know, and uh, he wants to see the team win. It's not a type of a player that I want to score today. Yeah, he yeah, just wants yeah, to right. see the team win. Mm. And that for him works works so, so much better. And then that's why he causes so much problem for defenders as well. But yeah, I think he's a, he's a trooper. Yeah, but I think also it's because he's new into the into, mm. into the country, into the league as well. So we we know what he what he can do, but it's just that, that people haven't, or maybe defenders haven't like really, really, really know how to defend him. Just mm. if you remember, also we had the same story like Brokey when he came to the country. Mm. He was volleying everything in the back post. Yeah, you know we like okay, we know he's gonna come there. We know, but he still scores. Mm. But after that, once he get recognized, and then he became he needed now to adapt and yeah. change his game, but he. He struggled as well. You know, mm. I think with Nogovic as well, if he can do that, once team know that how to mark him, if he can, you know, adjust his game a little bit better, I think he's always going to be this great. Yeah, but one thing I like also about him, like his, his footwork as well. He's yeah. not just a big guy. You know, he's very comfortable on the ball. He's deceivedly quite quick as well. Yeah. 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 Mm. Mm. So, yeah. It's that player movement, you know? <laughs> so, we got you know, a, you know uh, we have a transfer deadline upon us. Yeah. And, um, Chiefs have come out, Amakosi have come out, and they said, nobody's taking our guys. Yeah, it's it's, it's impressive. Uh, I think um, Katsanda has been confirmed. Daniel Akpai has been confirmed. Bernard Parker has been confirmed that they've signed extensions. Mm -hmm. um, Cardoso is still in talks about his um, extension. So is George Madaleka and so is Kune. So um, whether those happen is another story. Mm. But I don't see why not unless something spectacular happens in the next couple of days yeah um interesting though gordinho signing for vitz yes Sna snubbing bloom celtic i'm not too sure what happened there yeah. but uh you know i would have thought they would have kept some on there she's on she's struggling a bit at the back still but still they he's not playing yeah you know as a player and as an agent for a player those are the kind of things i'll be looking at i'm like dude you because he was doing so great at the bloom at bloom yeah you know and then you come back to try also and continue with your form and trying to actually establish yourself in case of Chiefs jersey. And then yeah. you don't get that opportunity. And you can see that Murindop has no intention of changing. No, you're right. So his move to this is probably coming at a good time because as reported in this week that Macheke has been transfer listed. Mm -hmm. So the timing weird, could be, weird. whether that's true or not, I don't know. But um, the timing for him could be absolutely perfect. It is very strange, but it's a big move for, for him because, I mean, to, to have a stellar season and then have to take a step back sure that also just like it, it plays with you and it plays with your emotions and also yeah. your fitness and your game readiness yeah. and so i think with vitz especially seeing as they're going to be chasing for for the title a lot harder they just yeah. got knocked out of the calf confed cup um i think they have one more group match to play but it's just for pride they're already out so they need a lot of stability because of course mm. it's going to be it's going to be a lot but sean where do you see him playing there at vitz because he's a natural center back. Mm. So now my check went, okay, left apparently, and then he's a right back. So are they going to make Tyson a right well, back? Well, he's, he's, no, no, no. I, I still don't think he's going to start. That's my opinion. For me, he's a center back. Yeah. He's, he's not going to start. He's going to fight for his place. But if my check left, then who's going to play right back there? I can't see Godinho playing right back. Yeah, but Tyson can Tyson play right could. I, I don't like Tyson as right back, is my opinion. I played with him at right back when he was at Ajax. I prefer him as a centre back. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think he leads better as a, as a central defender. Um, yeah, it's a good question, Tex. But so I, I we'll see, we'll see. Because there's for me is um, that's if Macheka leaves, eh? Yeah, yeah. but it's just for me. I can't be at the Kaiser Chiefs and being on the bench for so long, knowing my qualities and knowing what everybody says about me. And then when I move. And then I'm moving to exact position where I was at Kizzy Chiefs mm. to just to be on the bench to fire for my position. You know mm. what I'm saying? So That's for an me, one. if if he goes to Vets, it, it should be playing. 
irrespective yeah. of who's playing there. It's not like the first centre-backs are the best in the country mm. with Muche and, and Tyson. They're not yeah. the best in the country. Of course, they're playing the national team together, mm. but nobody has actually pushed them that far to actually see how great they are. So yeah. now if Godinho comes there, maybe it might change. Maybe Tyson might play as a right back. But it's just for me, Godinho, if he's going to vet, he must play. Because if he's not playing, he has he's to. still in the same position where he was. Because he should yeah. have just stayed. Yeah. Maybe get a medal for the league. That's a good point. And I mean, you know, they'll have Nedbank Cup. They'll have different, you know, options. Um, so they'll be able to kind of chop and change according to... Yeah. According to but he just with, with Gavin, you know, he's signing you because he wants to use you. So let's see how he's going to fit interesting. into the situation. Good question, Sex. Yeah. Definitely. Want to touch on uh, Motupa still on? Still on for a potential move yeah. to, to Downs. It, yeah. was, it was off according to Sokoladuma yesterday, um, but it seems to be back on the cards today. So yeah. Yeah. whether it's going to happen now or in the next transfer window, I'm not too sure. Not taking anything away from Motupa, the player, but I'm just trying to figure out what is it that he can bring to Sundowns mm. that they don't already have. Mm. Because he's a big guy, strong, he chases and all that stuff. But now as as, as Sundowns, you're saying you're looking for a goal scorer, mm. a, a person that can put the ball. Is he that goal scorer? Is he that person? I'm, not, for, I'm, I'm not convinced. Not, I'm not convinced because you still have Vila can play his strike and he still mm. score goals. Yeah. You know, and you still have Lafour that is coming back. You yeah, still have Motupa is essentially just a he's a he's a midfielder that can grab you a few goals, but he's not yeah, the but target man. Exactly, and Sanans has midfielders that grab you those kind of goals. Sure. Yeah. So it's just for me. Sometimes we 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 not that as I'm speaking of Sundowns, I'm just saying in general in South Africa, we're just making signings because we're excited about something that... And we, because they can. Maybe sometimes because we can. We're mm. getting excited because this player's been doing this for the last three, four months, mm. but not looking at what is that he can bring into the team that mm. might actually give me a different dimension. Because I don't think, even if he goes to Sundowns, it will be a good move for him in his pocket. It will be nice. Mm. But in terms of on the pitch, I don't think you'll give him something. Career-wise. That, Possibly yeah. he needs to second think this. Yeah, eh? yeah. I don't think you'll give him something that they don't have. Yeah. Because you're going to end up being uh, the level Mabua story where you get it sometimes, you play, you play, then all of a sudden you don't play at all. The way that play as it's a midfielder happened, as it's a happened striker. plenty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just saying, your Mutopos, you know, just, just be careful, just be mindful of your yeah. moves. You, you might as well, you know, get vets into the room like, guys, Sundowns wants me, but can you please increase because I want to stay here. Yeah. Because I want to, you know, because you're still playing for a team that actually competes for those. Uh, uh, leagues yeah, and, and Champions League so actually the move is just yeah, for money yeah, so I don't yeah. think it's going to benefit Mutub in terms of play time will tell yeah and the January moves it's easy to lose form immediately because now you've, you try, you try, have to try and fit into a new system yeah. and you've been on a hot form for, for, for a different one and yeah. Yeah, I just... I it's don't, a tough I don't one as a player. It. You also want to strike when the iron's hot, you know? Of course. Exactly. So it's it's a tough one. Of course. Yeah, yeah. You've been on the, you've been on the phone, Sean. I did. You've been on the phone. To who? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who you, who, who you been talking to? Hi, guys. This is Tavon Adada from Cape Town City Football Club. And these are my 10 fire questions. Enjoy. Yeah. Funniest guy in the PSL you've played with? Uh, Vincent Kobola. Your flashiest dresser. Flashiest dresser. Uh, ish. Ish. <laughs> not, not most good looking. Flashiest. Flashiest. There's no good looking players. Okonko. Okay. Worst dressed. Worst dressed. Yo. <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Worst dressed. Sure, who am I giving this one to? <laughs> ah, let me think. Where's dress? No, Sean, you're killing me. No. <laughs> there has to be someone. Where's dress that I've played with? Let me see. There must be someone now in the Cape Town City dressing room. I'm thinking now, but they're going to hate me after this, so I need to be polite to this. <laughs> Say it in a nice way. Um, Where's dress? Yo. Yeah, I give Shagazulu. Shagazulu is the one. Sipala <laughs> Lemtembu. <laughs> it's Shagazulu, yes, that's the one. <laughs> Worst mistake in a match? Yeah, worst mistake in a match. He's got a few. Keanu. No, no. Your worst mistake in a match. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. My, my worst mistake in a match. Yeah. Uh, it's the penalty. Mm-hmm. Say so what? A penalty. You missed it? Yeah. Against? That's the worst one. Or have there been a few? Uh, no, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> the teammate who thinks he's funny, but he's actually not. Uh, Tarek Philly. <laughs> <laughs> Your best footballing memory? 
best football in memory, uh, MTN 8 final in Durban last season. Yes, that's right. Your best goal in a match? Best goal in a match uh, super, against Supersport. Second goal, bent, uh, bent around the defender into the bottom corner against Ronan Williams. Yeah. When was this? This was this season, my first 90 minutes after injury. Yes, that's right. That's right. Your favorite car? Favorite car? Uh, sure, McLaren. Definitely McLaren P4. Mm-hmm. One day. Your favorite local food? My favorite local food? Beast um, uh, with dumpling. Lacquer. <laughs> Last question. Your favorite holiday destination? My favorite holiday destination. I like to go to Santorini, Greece. Have you been there? Not yet, no. <laughs> <laughs> Any plans going oh, soon? I thought you said, I thought you said, I thought you said the one I'd like to go to. <laughs> but Santorini, Greece is beautiful. I've been there. It's, it's amazing. So, uh, <laughs> interesting one. At least, at least he did say, I'd like to go to. Correct. Like yeah, other, right. other people just dryly tell you Rome. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he got the no. food right, eh? He got the food right yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah. You know what I can tell? He goes to a lot of family gatherings. Beef stew and dumpling. That's like... That's the one, eh? Dombolo. Yeah, Dombolo. They make it in a big-ass black pot. Yeah. Fire. Sounds yeah. good. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Now I'm, now I'm missing. Now I'm homesick. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in the paper, we have quite a spicy story. Mm. Mm. Spicy spice. Mad spicy involving uh, Tzor Villagazi and famed uh, agent Mike McCobb. Mm. So Tzor accuses Mike of misrepresenting him um, when he left Alberg. Uh, so I had to come back to the PSL for family reasons. Uh, he claims that Alberg actually offered to help him to stay that side um, and bring his sister's kids up, but Mike didn't tell him. Um, he ends up moving back to the PSL. He also accuses Mike of inflating his salary demands, saying Pirates thought that uh, he was demanding 250,000 Rand a month. Um, back which, then. Back then, yeah. Um, and apparently that wasn't the case. He wanted to go back to Pirates, he would have done it for less. And Mike denies he calls Saw a blatant liar and such an interesting story because it's I a think they're said, not friends said. anymore. They ain't, they ain't <laughs> homies. They ain't homies like that. <laughs> so it's an interesting one. I mean, you got you guys have, have been players. Sean, you you're now in uh, you're now on the agent side of things. I know you don't like the phrase, yeah. but um interesting story, right? I mean it's there's obviously two sides. There's always three sides. Mike's side, Saw's side, and the real side. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm. um, the honest answer is I don't know. Mm. Like both sides are very probable. Um, you know, unfortunately, yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough question. I he, mean, he's, he's such a talent, you know, from, you know, hero to, I wouldn't say zero, but I mean, yeah. the story isn't great, is it? But uh, yeah. Difficult to say. Yeah, it's difficult to say. What do you think there, Tex? It's a, it's a tough one. Let me ask you this. <laughs> Let me ask you this. When a team, when a team approaches... Um, your agent for a contract, are they obliged to tell you exactly what their offer was? Because I'm wondering how the agent just goes, he needs 250000 a month. But like, so it doesn't say anything about receiving an offer from Pirates. So how does that work? How, do, how does the negotiation for contracts work? What, what, what normally works is, I think it differs from an agent to, to a player's because sometimes the relationships with the players are different to agents. Mm. Others are just, just business, pure business, yeah, yeah. so that's it. So when you have a relationship with your agent, I think it works in a way that you guys will speak about certain things first. Mm. But like, look, dude, um, you need to bounce from where you are and then you're gonna, you need to back, go back to South Africa. So this is the salary bracket that we need to accept. Mm-hmm. You know, this is, this is more likely to happen. So let's see who has the pockets to yeah. actually give you this kind of money. I think there's <clears> an issue at so when it happened. And um, the problem sometimes is when, when, when as a player, you, you put so much trust in an agent that you don't actually ask questions. Mm. You don't want to find out information because you're relying so much on this guy. These are the kind of things that actually happens because of now you see you, so you find yourself in a team that you never even spoke about. For instance, now I know for a fact that I'm negotiating with Sundowns. Last minute, I'm at Polo seat. Yeah. You're not knowing exactly what happened because the agent is saying, you know, 
spraying problems for you. I don't want you to know certain mm. things. But at the end of the day, you need to tell the players because the players should know, should learn, should also know their values as well. Because most players they don't know the their players values. Players need to take ownership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. So certain, these are kind of issues that happens every season, dude. Like it's all issue that happens every, even here locally where you see like the, the, the Godinho story. Mm. Like he was... You know, speaking to Celtics, blah, 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 end of the day. All of a sudden, that's... Then, you know, he cannot tell me, of course he wants to play, but he cannot tell me he was, that was his initial idea. Yeah. So it happens with, so it just, so it's so unfortunate that because all of us were expecting him to come back and play for Lionel Pirates because sure. we know exactly what he meant. And the chances are, I would have played with him at Lionel Pirates. Mm. That would be so much great, you know? Yeah. But it's, 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 it's one of those, after he came back, we all know the story, what happened. He never played that well at that. Uh, Sundowns. Sundowns and then it started going to different teams and it became the sort that we never knew. Yeah, and it's this unfortunate situation that happens a lot with, with South African footballers in particular, legends of the game, and then after their careers are over, far off the map and we don't know and they go broke and... Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we can talk about hours for that. I mean, it's yeah. just... It's, it's, but again, um, it's players need to take ownership. Yeah. But on top of that, Sean, you know, you know, I feel, I feel like the system itself, it's, it's not designed for any South African footballer to, su to succeed yeah. after playing football. Because in South Africa, you only get the best contract when you're at a certain age, 29, 30. That's when you're actually supposed to be at your peak, mm. and that's the only time you're getting your best contract. And at that time, you, the chances are you're gonna buy a three million house. Yeah. That you need to pay for 20 years, mm -hmm. and with the salary that you get at that time. It's easy, yeah. you know. You can pay for it, but once you get thirty-three, now you need to you need to understand that you're not gonna get the same salary that you were getting Correct. at twenty-eight. Yeah. So now, even 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 if you can plan so much, you know, teams don't normally pay players the way they're supposed to pay them yeah. because mm. we're saying no, it's too much money. Because the thing is, like in South Africa, we devalue the players so much, yeah. and even the, the teams players, are the assets, not the players. So yeah, those are the kind of things that happens when 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 also as players as well. We don't know our values because we're not taught how to value ourselves. Mm. And uh, and then when players also wants to go overseas because they want to try play catch up in terms of finances mm. and also further their dreams and you know we don't give them those opportunities. The next thing we come back after they've retired and then we saying as team owners, but yeah, I gave him an opportunity. Mm. Dude, you were paying me eighty grand you know, gross for six years mm. and I was 28 and then at 80 grand, you know, people that never play the game, they'll come and tell you, oh, 80 grand is a lot, blah, 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 but not understanding what comes with 80 grand. With 80 grand, there's more responsibilities. Yeah, Families are looking at this because you're on TV every Expenses day. Go up. Expenses mm. go up. Yeah. You know, that's why overseas you find a player that signs one big contract is set for life. Mm. In South Africa, you have to be a certain age because that's why they're still calling youngster, 24 year old, the youngster yes, in South Africa because of once you're that age, yeah. you're not supposed to get a certain amount of money because you're still a youngster. Yeah. So if that mentality can change, then we might see so many footballers after retiring in South yeah. Africa, you know, getting... So the fact yeah. of the matter is the clubs aren't doing enough. The league is not doing enough. Of course. Um, and it's just a, a lack of education all the way around in terms of... Uh, finance yeah they need sure. to they need to have financial education financial literacy these, these are things that aren't really taught to you properly on a schooling level um no like no class in, in high school is going to teach you exactly how to manage your money long term yeah. yeah it's kind of something that you have to but also in the league i think they're doing it intentionally look in epl there's there's a system that's that that they take your money and put it but to... it's a forced savings plan exactly yeah. so so in south africa whenever that, that system was implemented it never happened. We're trying to implement it, rather. It never happened because I think in South Africa, we also we always enjoy when people come back and ask for mm. stuff from you. Mm. And then we feel empowered, like, yeah, you know, he was my player. Look, look at the text. He's <laughs> asking me for 3,000. That's what we, that's what they want. They don't want to empower players. No system in the, in the country, in football-wise, that is there to empower players. If you look yeah. at rugby, look at cricket, those are different stories. Yeah. In football, in South Africa, we're saying the football is the number one sport in the country, but no system is there for actually to protect the players. Yeah. And we know the backgrounds. The backgrounds are all similar. Yeah. They, they never went to school, blah, blah, blah. And you're the one that came when I was 18, I was still in school. Mm. You offered me so much money not to go to school, mm. to come and play professional football. Then after I retired, you're like, yeah, but guys, they didn't go to school. Yeah. What the f are you the What's one that gave exactly? me that? They yeah. gave me the opportunity. Help me. Exactly. Yeah. I was from Gugule to where I'm in the bedroom shack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. So they need to understand the culture of, of, of South Africa and build a system that will yeah. help those guys instead of waiting for them to become. Now, when you retire, they give you an under 10 coaching job, you're earning 15,000. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, come on. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't yeah. agree more. Everybody out here with MDC jobs. I couldn't but agree more. We shall move on. It's time for pole position. Who's pole? <laughs> 
Mal. Yeah, buddy. I like that. So poll position is where we ask the fans a question and we ask them to send in voice notes with their opinions. This time I asked, who will catch Kaiser Chiefs? in the league who can catch Kaiser Chiefs who's best positioned to catch Kaiser Chiefs and this is what you guys had to say none of those teams will be able to catch Kaiser Chiefs the impossible might happen Super Sport Orlando Pirates Vets and Mamelody Sundowns they are at the chances chance should be a miracle for them none has a chance to catch up Odamakosi Chiefs could win the league and uh, the easiest way that they could win the league is by grinding about 16 points from the remaining 11 games Pirate Super Sport of Vets Sundowns I don't see in catching Chiefs Here's the Chiefs has a tough assignment to fulfill given a lead of mere 10 points margin considering current forms of mentioned teams all stand chance to catch up with Kaiser Chiefs it's me that events we sang a corner, Gwenza Doko, and the parents in a corner. Bonk engine, sentence, we should have a small tree in a corner. God, I stipend The best team that can catch Kaiser Chiefs at the moment is Sundown. Most of the time, they are consistent. Their players, job quality. There is no team that can catch Kaiser Chiefs. All the teams that are chasing Kaiser Chiefs are not consistent. Interesting. Interesting. So- <laughs> Mixed bag. I expected a lot of Chiefs fans to come out and be yeah. like, nobody. I agree with what the one guy said. They he know, said, they he know said what all, all the teams have a possibility. That's how unpredictable yeah. the, the premiership is. Yeah. But what I do agree is what the one gentleman said about Sundowns. Mm. I yeah. think that is the only team in terms of consistency. Yeah, yeah. I, I still think Chiefs have a couple of games in them where they're going to lose very surprisingly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do feel that. I do feel they've got the capability of conceding... Um, unnecessary goals at unnecessary times yeah um so if there is anybody it, it's sundowns in my eyes yeah i mean the case for each is interesting pirates just recently found a hot streak of form yeah. hmm. we don't know how long that'll last necessarily um you know vitz just got knocked out of the calf confed cup they have four games in hand on chiefs hmm. uh if they win all four of those they're two points behind chiefs but that's a big task to ask you know sundowns are sundowns who do you who do you pick if i was a betting man i wouldn't know what to do Deco. Hey, it's tough, ne? Um, for me, it's it's the sports better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think Chiefs uh, for football sense, for football to make sense, and uh, my heart of heart wants Kansas Chiefs to win the league, mm-hmm. but not with ten points. It's ridiculous. Yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, but I know I know for a fact that the way the Chiefs have been playing and um, the way actually they played against Arrows that will open. Another avenue for the teams to actually um, strategize how to play against Chiefs. Yeah. And I don't think they've been tested in that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, they might face more problems than just that game. So we'll see. But uh, I don't see, I see Mamri de Sundowns catching up, Bidvest, of course, catching up. And I see it going down to the last game, actually. I, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. You know, I, I just want Kansas Chiefs to win, just to say, you know what, we worked so hard mm. after so many years. Th- there's a beautiful story behind it. Absolutely. Yeah. But of course, they'll be annoying, the billboards and what, 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 what. <laughs> they'll be annoying. But but I just want them to win for the sake of this, so, so that it can change the dynamics of the league next season, you yeah. know. We also want to see other teams dominating more than... Not just Sundowns, mm. you know. You also want to see vets there. It's good for the league. It's good for the league, and yeah. every team wants to strengthen up next season. So it's going to be very, very interesting. But it's just that for Chiefs, they've got so much to lose, mm. you know. And uh, and, and ten, that could play against them. And eh? ten points, my friend. It's not it's, a loss. It's because because I remember also at with Mamelodi Sundowns when we were there, we were ten points behind. Ten points behind. We won all the games and won the league. Chiefs mm. Chiefs was the one as well. I think it was Kaiser Chiefs on top. We won the league. We beat them. What year was that? My first league. We beat them 1-0 at that, that FNB Stadium. The one that the one that scored center line. It was what an intention. Yeah, was that? I think ah, I know. Fra, do your homework. You're <laughs> telling me I didn't do my homework. <laughs> I think it was 13-14. Chief. Chief. The first yeah. league cup for Mamelodi Sundowns yeah, when Pizza was there. Thank you very much. You are not there. You were in Bali relaxing, <laughs> drinking Corona. <laughs> you really chilling. I actually was. Exactly. Oh, see, so now we were ten points behind. We we ended, but but the conversation wasn't 
at the team that guys we need to win all these games to win the league mm. we were saying we need to play champions league next season right. so therefore let's play to put ourselves in a better position to play champions league mm. next season mm. only to find that we won every single game until the end of the season the only game that we never won was the last game after we won the league mm. the last last game we played against Maris Beck and we drew yeah other than that it's, it's that's what i'm saying that she won with the game in hand yeah, 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 we won yeah. the game in hand. I'm yeah. just saying, Kids Chiefs have been in this situation before. Yeah. Of course, they know what it takes. But I think if 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 they continue with the way they've been playing and, you know, with the team effort and all that stuff, they stand a better chance. Yeah. But not, they're not convincing when they play. Mm. You know, you're not looking at the team like, these are the champions. They're very already. beatable. Exactly. Yeah. They're very beatable. And for the fact that you're struggling against your your... Your black leopards, you're struggling yeah. against your iris. You mm. should be cruising on those, you know. Yeah. I think if Chiefs are winning 2 0, 3 0, you'll be saying, you know what, it's done, guys. Just put the champagnes in the fridge and, you know, let's wait for that moment. But I think there's so many teams that are coming up. Like you said, Alana Pirates is coming up. Supersport, most definitely, they'll raise their hands. Bitvers has a U-Tusk in, in, in them as well. So they will, they'll try and, and maximize on the, on the games in hand. So yeah. it'll be very, very interesting. But I want Chiefs to win, maybe by a point, not the 10 points. Yeah, last day. We wouldn't yeah. hear from Bobby. That'll Dao. be sick. Bobby Chiefs Dao. doing well, but they ain't no Liverpool, is, is essentially, yeah. I think, the... Good fair Liverpool point. alone. Fair point. Yeah, yeah. It would be nice if Chiefs won the league, Sundowns won the Champions League, and, like, Pirates won the Net Bank Cup. That would be dope, yeah. eh? Just, like, spread out the trophies. Yeah, that would be dope. Thanks, Lou. Yeah, so I've got <laughs> <laughs> this week in football history. Thanks for the enthusiasm. <laughs> Thanks, Lee. Uh, this week in football history, Egypt won the Africa Cup of Nations with a record 19th consecutive unbeaten matches back in 2010. Um, that streak dated back to 2004. You remember they just had those, mm. they just kept winning in a row. Well, Hassan, Hassan. Yes. <laughs> Um, also, this one, this one I love. The 2011 January British transfer window. All right. Uh, final day, mind you. So Chelsea goes first. They break the British transfer record. They sign Fernando Torres for 50 million pounds. Mm. And then the dominoes start falling. Liverpool responds. They not, now they need a striker. Mm. They buy Andy Carroll for 35 million pounds. Most paid at that time for an English striker. Wow. And what a waste of money that was. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and funnily enough, same window, they signed Luis Suarez from Ajax for 22.7 million. The pounds. cannibal. Hey. Yes. But also the bargain of the window. Torres yeah. became a flop after the 50 million. Yeah, yeah. Torres and then <laughs> and Andy Carroll. And then wow. Suarez also became the, the guy. Yeah, he the became guy. the best. This last one is a great one. Someone who's on the show with us, Teko Modise, made his Sundowns debut, came on as a substitute, 71st minute against Morocco Swallows back in 2011. Oh, fantastic. Yes. That? You know that, eh? The rest is history. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the rest is history. Yeah. The right. beginning of the history. It's yeah, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. From there, of course, the trophies yeah. just rained on it. Hey, dude. You God don't understand. But I never knew then that it's exactly that's going to happen. That was so just... do you, Tucker. We remind you. You're getting old, bro. Yeah. No, I am old. The memory's I going. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I wanted to ask both of you because you're both previous players. You now get to see it from the other side. When we're talking transfers, what is that like for a player? You know, the experience of one, the offer coming in, having to make the decision, and then leaving, you know, perhaps you're even moving from city to city. What's that experience like as a player? Exciting. I would say. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I haven't had millions of clubs like a, a lot of players, you know. So the, the the transition for me was very easy. It was a decision that was made over a period of time, and it was uh, very very exciting. Especially the move to Cape Town for me was great. Never mm. been to Cape Town before. Came in, I'm I'm still here. It's home. Yeah. But uh, the overseas ones can be a bit difficult for sure. You know, no family around, uh, language barriers, yeah. different cultures. So you couldn't speak English then. <laughs> just learned English that's right thank you Seko <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah but, but it can be tricky hey I'm mm. sure I don't know if you've been part of a tricky situation Tex but uh, yeah, mine were pretty breezy for me I think the one that was very tricky was from Orlando Paris to Mami Lady Sundance that mm. was that was the tough one because I initially I didn't really really want to leave Orlando Paris mm -hmm. for any local team I wanted to go overseas and actually come back. If I, it happens that I come back and actually come back and play for Orlando Paris, I wanted mm. to retire there because of the opportunity that they gave me. But you know how things are sometimes. And uh, it was very, very difficult. So the only opportunity that I had and anybody that wanted to take a chance at that time was Mamlili Sundance. Mm. So, and my manager was like, dude, you might go to Sundance. So pre be prepared. And I'm, and I'm in Swaziland relaxing, you know. 
smoking the cohiba <laughs> tranquila you know i'm not in football anymore you know my love of football is not there anymore so now when I, when he says sundance i started doing my research and looking at the team at mamlet sundance would i fit in would it, is there something that i need to readjust and all that stuff so now because of i was doing that it get it got, it got me excited but when i got there i found superstars and all that stuff but i wasn't scared because of i've been part of that national team for so long mm. so mm. but that that wasn't an easy move i don't want to lie because i had to prove myself from zero because at the time south africans were saying it's finished it's done with yeah. me i'll no longer be anything you know i won't win anything Besides, how long did you sign there how long was your contract at the time was two years and i had to and then i renewed and renewed okay. and renewed yeah, yeah but after in 2016 the, right yeah, yeah. yeah so i had to i had to re uh, readjust and all the type of things because now i i if you look if you look at the way i played at Paris and look at the way i played at sundance totally different players Two different yeah yeah so i had to readjust when i got to sundance because sundance are <laughs> now it's like a Kobe Bryant story, Chief. You know, 11 and 10. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's just that on, on a lot of parts, I never won anything, which is so sad because of like we were so close. Yeah. You know, we were lost in the finals, you know, league, we lost to Super Sport, mm. you know, with a point or something like that. So it was very, very close. But yeah, but I, I don't regret moving to Sundance because no. it became the biggest thing ever yeah. for me, you know. Definitely. And I mean, the way that you popped into that team, I mean, I remember back then they had uh, Surprise Muriri, they had uh, Lionel Mutizo, I think it was. No, let's speak Surprise. You can't speak Surprise Muriri and Lionel Mutizo. Correct. Say sorry, Steve. Say sorry. Apologize. Sorry. Thank you. When you speak Surprise... Surprise Muriri is the best first touch I've ever seen in my entire life. Exactly. When you you speak about former players that play for Sundowns, if you speak about your local players, let's forget you for Tumba, your Chukus. If you speak about local players... You're done and once Ooh. you start speaking surprise, don't mention anybody <laughs> in that lie. He That's deserves he deserves it all by himself. Promise. Real talk, I spoke to Clayton Daniels recently. I asked him who's the hardest player he had to face. Yeah. And he straight away said surprise movie. He was, he was like, like, I played with him myself. He's next dude, level. Dude, the intelligence on surprise. Like I've seen I've seen I've played with against surprise when I was playing for um when we still playing for my team in NFD. Kept, uh, City Pillars, who was yeah. playing for Platinum Stars. Yeah. I don't know. It was called Mupani Watuatu at that time. He was playing exactly the same way that he was playing in the PSL. I was like... Just so much time on the ball. Dude, I mean, you never, you'll never get the ball away from that guy. So when I played with him, I learned so much. When I won the league the first time, he was so, 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 so influential in the way that we played. And he was playing as a 10. He gave us so much. And I'll forever be grateful for the opportunity that, you know... He, yeah, that it, I had in playing with surprise in the scene. It's nice that Sundowns gave an opportunity to go back in the in the dressing room if you're yeah, like, you know, after leaving yeah, to go to Highlands yeah, and they came back because yeah, I mean, he knows what it means 100%. to play for that for that badge, you know. Yeah. So it's 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 amazing. And he's a he's a hell of a nice guy, which makes ah, he's a gentleman. Yeah, he's a he's top boy. Funny, silly, but he's a. He's a, he's a gentleman. He's got the worst laugh ever. Yeah, that, yeah. Got that's contagious. Yeah, yeah. We gotta get him in studio sometime. We must. Yeah, yeah we, we should. Cape Town. We should, guys. Surprise us. Terrible. We got some uh, players abroad there, my guy. We do. Yeah. Hey. You've been working, Simon. Right. Tom Barkhausen from Preston North End scored twice and then came off after 74 minutes on Tuesday's 3-0 away win over Reading. Nice. Darren Keats again started uh, for his team in Belgium. Kumuhelo Makocho came off after 76 minutes on Tuesday's 0-0 away draw with Huddersfield Town and came off at halftime on, sa- on Saturday's 1-0 home FA Cup loss to Leicester City. Did he City. Get, didn't get injured on that game? I think it sounds about just, right if he's yeah. come off at half time. Yeah, very rare he, he does. He torn something, I think. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. We'll look into that for sure. Kosi Nkle from Scunthorpe came on after. How's this? He came on after 20 minutes and then came off after 57 minutes. What? Oh, they they they, they did a tea bag. I don't know. Yeah, and you see the yellow card. Come in and come out. Sorry, <laughs> 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 boys. That's good. unless he got injured, but I, I don't know. Tea bag. One the team's thrown out. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Tulani Serrero played in Thursday's 1-1 away draw with Achman. He's got 16 starts this season and Percy Tal started on the bench. Also, our Banyana Banyana striker signed for Benfica, Timmy Kachana. 
Yeah. Big. How cool is that? that that's big, dude. That's massive, eh? Yeah. yeah. Another Banyana star in Europe. Oh. Yeah. One of AC Milan as well. And there's one that's in Milan, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, the, this isn't, um, I mean, no debuts or anything just yet, but there's a South African teenager, Raugelo Choke, who signed for Southampton, 16-year-old. Yeah, I saw that, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, I saw the signing video. Homie has, like, a full British accent. Like, really? Seriously? Yeah, no, really probably so. end up picking him up. What, mum? Yeah. How's my thing, Johannesburg, mum? Raugelo, they call him Kegs. Uh, <laughs> Kegs, yeah. <laughs> Kegs. <laughs> what, mum? So, so nice, nice. But it's good to hear. I mean, that's a that's a solid week in in, in, in yeah, man. Overseas, for yeah. Us the boys are doing well. They're representing, and the girls, and yeah, the girls. which is cool. Yeah, finally, man, for the girls, because mm. a lot has been said about them. Well, it's it's amazing what a good World Cup does, hey? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's where it all started for that's these awesome. guys. So, yeah, yeah. Next so level. Just well hope done. you see more of Banyana players, you know, playing overseas and getting well, those it, kind it of opportunities. It should be the future. Mm. Because in South Africa, we always had this conversation about them not earning enough, not making you know enough money, and blah blah blah. So for them to actually start this trend of going overseas and not only going overseas but playing for big 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 Massive teams club. Yeah. so I think it will open so many doors for the I ones that are coming wi- I just wish more would be done yeah. for the women's soccer yeah, I still like don't see uh, even when they went to the World Cup nothing was made of it yeah, like, mm. it was just okay. We're going to the World Cup, but there was no, I don't yeah, know, there was no road shows. There was no, no there's nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think also it, it needs to start somewhere. Like with the players that we're having now in big teams, you know, maybe that generated some kind of an sure. interest to people that are actually supposed to be doing stuff for Banyana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe from there on, you know, we might because now we've actually we have a leg to stand on, like guys. But we have an AC Milan player here. We've got a Benfica player here. Do something, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I think we needed those type, type of things. I suppose yeah, we need yeah. some lady ambassadors as well. I'm not sure those girls would. No. Nah, I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Janine, I mean, is a great ambassador. Yeah, she's lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, games, upcoming games. Yes, let's touch on a few PSL upcoming games. Um, go, I've just touched on three: Golden Arrows versus Supersport. Um, both teams coming off a win. Mm. I'm going for a Supersport no, away no, win. No, 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 not no, Golden Arrows, arrows please. please. Arrows coming off an L. Yeah, they lost to Chiefs. Sorry, Arrows. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Arrows lost. Yeah. I'm going for Super Sport win. We'll get your results now, Tex. Okay. Amazulu versus Pulupkwani. Relegation battle. Yeah. Amazulu at home. They have to win. I'm going for Amazulu win. And Chipper versus Pirates. Going for Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Take our arrow Super Sport. Quickly, not too much. <laughs> Super Sport. Amazulu, Pulupkwani. Uh, Amazulu need to win. They both need to win. Yeah, but Amazulu needs to win. And Chipper, Pirates. That's obvious, eh? Uh, it's Gabadinho or Gabadem. Obvious. <laughs> And then got some FA Cup results to, to breeze through real quick. Chelsea beating Hull City 2-1. Arsenal beating Bournemouth 2-1. Man United 6-0. They won. Against Tranmere. Yeah. <laughs> Clean you know, sheets. The famed, the famed Tranmere Rovers. Goats of the FA Cup. <laughs> <laughs> and but what's it? Maguire coming through with a banger of a oh goal. Man. Out of nowhere. Captain Fantastic. That's what you pay 80 million pounds for right there. 85. Oh. Kind of hurts every time I hear it. Uh, and then Man City beat Fulham 4-0. And Shrewsbury 2-2 against Liverpool. Who would have called that? Shrewsbury. Yeah. True, I true. mean, homie Klopp wasn't even there. He was just like... I mean, yeah. no, he's not going to be at the... He's not going to be the next one. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, hasn't yeah. gone down too well, has it? Yeah, but but when he explained it, it makes sense. Yeah. You know, but anyway. Yeah. But I mean, Shrewsbury at Anfield. I mean... Yeah, they're going to get annihilated, aren't they? Yeah, of course. I genuinely, I, my whole thing is why do the replays? Just extra time and do the penalties and let's call it a day. Now now they have an extra calendar date. Yeah, it's wasn't supposed to be. TV a, money, brah. Rates. Broadcasting exactly. rights. Premier League. Yes, I've got three, my top three for the coming weekend. Leicester versus Chelsea. Beast of a game. Yep. Leicester mm-hmm. at home. Yep. I'm going for a Leicester win. Ish. Spurs versus Man City. Mm. Spurs at home. Mm. Oh, tough one. Mourinho struggles beating Pep. That's the problem. Man City win. Sold. United versus Wolves at home. Ooh. Oh. It's a big game for United. Eh? It's a massive, <laughs> it's a massive, massive game. game. I'm going for a draw. <laughs> I'm going for a draw with that one. Take or Leicester versus Chelsea. Chelsea. Spurs versus Man City. Yeah, Man City. Always. United versus Wolves. Draw. Draw as well. Good boy. And how's that about, uh, I think it was you, Adrian, told us, the Ed Woodward's house being, oh, the yeah. chief executive yeah. of United, house being torched. Angry yeah. United oh. fans were throwing flares into his house. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Wow. 
wow he can't be there for much longer eh? yeah also how do they know where he lives man like exactly i'm your vice chairman chief. Yeah, like, you know my house should be there oh my god that's right on top of a mountain where you can't even walk there's no taxis that pass by that is right yeah. nobody should know where i'm staying can you imagine you ed wood where you wake up in the morning just mad flares in your yard like you're like i'm just trying to like also he sorted out a deal for them after that that was the same day they announced bruno yeah i'm like he's just like probably guys what did i what did i do to the service like for the eat they should be going to the coach's house yeah <laughs> exactly bro yeah ole man come on unfair <laughs> uh we've got the car of the week right we do we do we do this year uh, this year this year this week Ooh. i'm going with our good friend Sipalela Mtembo in his Q7. Nice. A funny stat about Q7 is that it's not even made in Germany. It is made in Bratislava. Do we know where Bratislava is, guys? Yeah. I'm going to yes. guess around Yugoslavia. No, it's it's somewhere there. Well, that's not Eastern Europe, is it? Yugoslavia. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's the Slavs, you know? <laughs> all the Slavs. Slavi! Yeah, all the Slavs. Yeah. Um, actually, Poland somewhere there. <laughs> Slovakia. Can you believe it? Oh. That's why they say Slav, Slu. Slovakia. <laughs> yeah. It just rhymed today. It is, uh, <laughs> and it has also been voted the third best luxury vehicle as an SUV. Ooh. Which is very interesting, which I didn't even but, know. But voted where? In Slovakia? No, in the world. <laughs> so the first one is the Lexus RX. The hmm. second one is the Lincoln Navigator, which I have no idea what it is. And the third one is the Audi Q7. I know the Lincoln Navigator is the one that Matthew McConaughey kept advertising when he was just driving, talking in his like. Oh, is that the one? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Who where the, hell, where the hell is the? Not you, Tico. Where's the? Yeah, sure. I understand, but who votes for this? Thing? I would have gone for like a G wagon. Yeah. Or a Range Rover. Where's the Range Rover? Let me check. I mean, I'm in real. Lincoln yeah. Navigator. Who's Lincoln? <laughs> no, it's not even. There's a Porsche Cayenne. There's a exactly. Jaguar. There's a Volvo. There's a BM. And there's another Audi the Q8. Anyway, doesn't this, make sense. Anyway, this segment has been brought to you by the Lincoln Navigator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And guys, <sighs> are we ready? Oh. Nah. <laughs> For the joke of the day. Mm. What does the US Navy and Chelsea have in common? They both spend 50 mil on a sub. <laughs> oh. Man, Where man, you know it better than I thought. <laughs> That's yeah? good, actually. Thank That's, you. Yeah, That's no, no, no. Good. Yeah, I, think, I think he deserves the, the medium one, not the boost. There we go. You know, because I thought I thought it was going to be super dry. I thought you were just going to say <laughs> they're both blue or something. I was like, no, man. <laughs> That's a good one. 50 million on the side. Thank you. Thank like, you, guys. Um, I take it. And guys, I didn't get a motiv- motivational quote today. You did not? I apologize. I completely forgot. There's no excuse. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man. I know. So well, what do we do next week? Oh, oh, wait, hold on. I'm just going to I'm just going to pull up something because it only it's only right. Just because you didn't manage to to put us right, about this one. Yeah, yeah. So, everything negative, pressure, challenges is all an opportunity for you to rise. Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant himself. My boy. That's why I left it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh the power of google thank you 0.67 seconds <laughs> thank you gentlemen thank you and uh on that note episode 12 of the car wash comes to an end gents thank you very much for coming into studio it's a three-month anniversary today yeah, yeah. she celebrated like just like slew huh? yeah celebrate <laughs> like a one month anniversary yeah, two yeah. Days. <laughs> slew. yeah we need some cake man you know what i'm saying <laughs> we do we do thank uh, you boys until next time thank you aiden Thank you, Sean. Thank, Thank you, buddy. Behind Thank the scenes you. this time. Thank you, Simon, directing this thing. Simon. Cheers, everybody. Peace. Say that. We out. Peace. Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on Sokola Duma Radio. This is a Shangana Corner.